that that countdown was really fast. All right, shit. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to a new episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. Um, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co-host, George Pacheco. Uh, hey. Hey, George. Hey. Uh, oh, shit, sorry. My uh, screen cut out and I thought the thing ended. But, um, yeah, it's been a big week for me. Not in a good way, but, you know. Um, we'll get to that. George, uh, you're in New York. I am? Yeah. Um, yeah. How's that so far? Well, the the... the... The move was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've um, I've gotten everything in order, and things are uh, finally okay. Like things are a lot better. Well, now can you talk about what was tough about it, or is that per- like? Well, I I had to like, well, like I had to pack everything uh-huh. uh, to fit into like uh, two cars, mm-hmm. and I then had to um, unpack everything into a room, move people out, move things around, throw a bunch of stuff. You're going back to the same place next semester, right? No, this is it. I live here now. Oh. But aren't you still are you graduated? No, I'm I'm just continuing my education here. Oh, okay. Is it different school or just uh from home? Uh different school. Oh wow. I didn't know that. How did I how did I not know that? That seems like something You never ask. You never ask. Uh, you got me there. Um, I'm, a, I'm an open book, Mike. You, you are? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, so uh, what made, what made, what, what uh, instigated the change? Well, my girlfriend graduated, and I didn't really like living in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I think I would rather get a degree from a small smaller school here than get a, a degree from a bigger school up there. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just okay with the change. I feel like I got everything I could out of uh, UB, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of happy to be getting out of there. Uh, are you is, is, are you getting a financial break with all this? It really helps, actually, financially for yeah. me to move. Down I imagine. Here. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but nothing's changed other than just the school. Like you're yeah, still doing, changed, you're still doing pre-med, I mm-hmm. guess, or. Is, do you do biology or pre med, or is it the same thing? You bi- biology and pre med are the same. Okay. Pre med is any program, any like major that'll help you get into medical school. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a technically I'm just a biology major. When do you have to start applying for med school? Assuming that's uh, still what you're doing. I, yeah, a semester before. Well, I'm I'm thinking right now, right now about my options. Uh huh. So, I I could just be a zoologist as well. Oh, damn, that sounds like a cool ass job. Right? Is that just like uh, what does a zoologist get to do? They just like hang out with animals all day? No. Well, you could apply to a zoologist. Oh Jesus, like, uh... George! Your, your, your oh, mic sorry. just is something crazy. My my ear my headphones are uh-huh. uh, on their way out. Um, or it might be the cable. I could fix that. Um, if you apply for a zoo, yeah, you do that. Mm-hmm. If um, if you don't, you can just work at a school. You can do field work. Stuff what would be do. appealing to you about zoology? I I really do like animals. I I think I like evolutionary biology a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that's my niche. I think that's the thing I'm really good at. I think that's like uh it... everybody's got a gift, and I think that's mine. That, so that's kind of like you get to work with real animals and prehistory kind of thing. Uh, I don't even have to really work with animals. I love animals, but I uh, I don't know if I'm like a a field type of guy. I think I might be more of like a just like looking at guppies and looking looking at their like uh behavior mm. and stuff and measuring that in like uh open garden experiments stuff like that i don't have to work with them but i could mm-hmm. so i i might be i tell people zoology it's probably going to be an evolutionary biology uh degree but you become, have you route. become like disillusioned with the medical stuff um it's just that like as uh, I go further and further on. I've kind of like looked a lot and been like, is this what I really want to do or is this just kind of the money? Uh-huh. And um, for a lot of people, it's really just the money. And that's kind of a bummer for me. Mm-hmm. That's like the one field you wouldn't want there to be no empathy behind. Mm-hmm. There's very little. It's very cold. And uh, I, I find myself enjoying the anatomy stuff and the evolutionary biology stuff a lot more than the, like memorizing pharmaceutical names mm-hmm. type of stuff and then I'm, I'm seeing stuff about this opioid crisis and that that's really heartbreaking 
Yeah. And and just by the way, this whole pandemic, seeing how people treat doctors in like these global pandemics, not very hot. Yeah. Not gonna lie to you, it was not very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a little kid. Is that your nephew? Yeah, it's my little nephew. How old is he now? Can you can? He's two. He's two. Wow, Jesus. Yeah, I, know. I think I was there the day he was born, hanging out what? with you. What? I was hanging out no. with you when he was born. Like she went into labor, and then I remember this. Were we playing pool? I think so. Yeah. I think that was the beginning of it. Okay. Because I, I, when I met him, I, I came back from work. Okay. All right, all right. So, what's up with you? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I got jumped. Uh, I wanted to talk about this on the show. Um, did I? How? How? How much detail did I get into it with you? You told me you, you got jumped at a um at your a train station. Station. Yeah. Train station. Have you ever been to Kings Highway Station? No. Okay. So this is what happened. Uh, Kings Highway is an above ground station. Um, so you have to go downstairs to exit. And there's three exits. There's the south exit, the north exit, and the Quentin Road exit, which is what I need to take, the Quentin Road exit. Um, mm-hmm. But each exit has two sets of stairs uh, that are right next to each other, like going in opposite directions. You know what I mean? You can kind of picture this, mm-hmm. right? Like this is every station is basically like this. And, um, I don't know. In my head, sometimes I mix up whether the, the two, whether the exits, two stairs go towards or against each other. You know what I mean? So I mix up, uh, which if I'm, sometimes I go in the wrong exit and that's what happened. I was halfway down the South exit when I was supposed to be going on the Quentin exit and halfway down the stairs, I realized that I was going down the wrong exit and I stopped and I think I audibly said, Oh shit wrong exit and i turned around and walked away um uh-huh. now at the same time there was this homeless man uh who from his point of view this white kid had just he was african-american had just walked down halfway down the stairs seen him and turned around and left um and i guess that upset him and so he followed me down the whole station shouting for me and i had my headphones in just so i could you know ignore him uh, I got halfway down the stairs in my own exit when he kicked me about three feet down to the floor. Uh, and he started beating me. And, uh, you know, in hindsight, I wouldn't do this next part <laughs> if this happened again. But I, I, I there was so much that, like, was in the moment uh, that, that, that in hindsight, like, why the hell would you do that? But I said to him, what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, and then he beat me again. Um, he hit me a lot in the face. Like he kicked me in the leg and the, in the chest a few times, but he was mostly just really going to town on my head. Um, and then like he, he kind of stopped, and uh, I I kicked him in the nuts like twice. Uh, keep in mind this whole time I was wearing a, a foot thing, like a it looks like a cast for my flat foot. Uh huh. So clearly I like I couldn't run or anything. But I used that foot. I kicked him in the nuts, and he didn't like that, and he beat me a third time. Uh, and then he left, and I couldn't get up. And like my jaw wasn't closing right. It wasn't broken, it turns out. It was fine. It was just like the swelling made it so that my jaw wasn't aligned. Um, and uh, you know, after he was done, people finally like, came to help me because they weren't going to stop him while it was happening. Uh, a lot of people have ex- like I talked to a lot of people since it happened, and they're like, "Oh, I bet you're so pissed at those people," and I'm really not. Uh, I don't like. I I get why when you hear that you would think, "Oh, these people are shitty," but these people did were a big help, and it's like, I, what could they have done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, it's like I'll, 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 I don't know. I I. I they are not the villains of this story. I, there, there are very few villains of this story. I don't even consider the, the homeless man to be the villain of this story. Um, and uh, the, the only people I did get mad at this whole time was there was a group of people, about five people, came into the station, saw me on the floor, and they said, what happened to you? And I said, I got the fuck beat out of me. Uh, and they said, where's the guy? And I said, oh, he's upstairs. And they laughed and said, fuck this, and left. Who, who said that? This group of five people. 
Jesus. Like they were like, oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And they all left. That the they're the only real villains of the story, I feel like. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, obviously, if you don't want to be up there, don't go up there with him. Maybe check on me. Um, yeah, those people are the only people I test in the story. I think that that was a very trashy thing to do and a cowardly thing to do because they're really even if you don't want to fight that guy, there's nothing stopping you from helping me in that point. Um, but I made the tough decision uh, being uh, anti-police the way I am. I was like, I need first I called my mom. And I said, I can't get up. I, I've just been beaten relentlessly. Uh, and she was like, all right, I'm coming. Then I was like, fuck, I don't know if anything's broken. I got to call the cops. Uh, so I did that. And the cops arrived. Um, and they caught the guy, like, immediately. Or allegedly they caught him. I didn't get to see him. So it could have been anyone. But they, they assured me it was the guy. And they said, in this part, I don't really understand. They asked, they said, we have him. Are you going to press charges? Which doesn't make sense to me that if a if a crime is objective like that, where someone is beaten, that charges have to be pressed. You know what I mean? Uh huh. I, I don't I don't fully understand why. Uh, I, I guess it's just too much TV on my end. I, I my my idea is that someone gets arrested for a crime that they've clearly committed, and then like, it's them versus the state. Yeah, that's what I I assumed as well. Mm-hmm. But they they told me, do you want to press charges? And um, I didn't know what to do. I asked my mom for advice, and she said, I can't tell you anything. I asked the cops, like, uh, is he – it was a stupid, naive question to ask a cop because – but I was, like, so, like – it's a really hard thing to decide on. But I asked the cop, um, like, if he, if he gets out, does he do this again? And he's like, I can't answer that. Uh, yeah. And then I asked my stepdad, I said, you're a lawyer, what do I do? And he said, um, I have to be vague here for his purposes. Uh, but he, my stepdad works with uh, a private company that is um, hired by the state to take cases for people with no lawyers. Mm-hmm. And he said, all I can tell you is that he could not have a lawyer uh, from where I work. Uh which he would still get a lawyer from the state, but it would be a pretty big blow because they're like the cream of the crop of that area. Uh, so I made the decision to say, just let him go. And uh, went to the hospital. Uh, they ripped open my pants uh, to make sure my leg wasn't broken, which sucked because I liked those pants. Um, <laughs> that's the one part of this that's elicited a response. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I uh, went to the hospital. I was making jokes the whole time, and a lot of them came off as just me being a dick. But I was legitimately so in shock. I, I didn't know what else to do. Um, and then I went home very late that night, took a shower because I felt disgusting being on the subway floor that long. Uh, if somehow you're listening to this and you're one of the two people that like helped me, uh, thanks. Like, really. I... Uh, I just want to say again, like, I, I don't feel bad for not, like, tapping in. Because who knows this guy has a knife or a gun or something. Uh, I don't think he did, but he, uh, I didn't know at the time. Uh, but really, um, I just kept thinking about whether I did the right thing, letting him go. Um, I talked to my stepdad about it, and he said that while cops are not technically supposed to do this legally, that it's an open secret that if you, if there's like a homeless person or something who does this and you don't press charges, the cops will call in a favor from a social worker who will like declare them crazy and have them sent to like a facility. Because you're not supposed to send them anywhere if there's no charge. But if the social worker is there, then they'll do it. I think is my understanding of it. So that's one thing. And the other thing is that the NTA uh, person was there when they called in the complaint, I guess. I guess the cops called the local MTA manager and told them like, hey, someone got his ass kicked at your subway station. So um, I was, he, he also told me 
um, if you don't press charges, uh, the subway manager can say he doesn't want him in the station. Uh, and then they might arrest him or something like that, or at least scare him away, send him somewhere else. Um, but I couldn't ruin his life for that, you know? Okay. I, I see where you're coming from. Um, there's a lot of empathy at play here, uh-huh. I think. But I, I'm whether you did the right thing, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think I could tell you that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I, I don't, I have to stop feeling bad about whether I did the right thing because the truth is they made me choose really fast and that felt a little unfair. Yeah. It's, it's a lack of empathy. I think that gets the cops like a lot of like hatred Dude, towards them. I was, I, I can't say if this is for, I, I feel like in, in their eyes, this is a, a sign of professionalism, but they, no facial expressions. No, uh, hang in there. No words of comfort. Just, um, stone face. Ask the questions that need to be asked. Do what yeah. has to be done. I didn't like that. <laughs> Nobody likes that about cops. No, that's no no cop. Like no person's mm-hmm. favorite thing about cops is that they're assholes. That you you're there like having probably experienced like something really intense, mm-hmm. and then they're just kind of like uh, being dickheads about it. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I don't know if I talk about this a lot on the show, but I am pretty anti-cop in a lot of ways. Um, I'm not anti, well, I, I'm anti-policing in the form that it exists today and has existed yeah. thus far. I think there's a better way to do it. I don't think anybody's anti, like just no, like, Authority. uh, people's job. Yeah. yeah. But that being said, um, uh, as anti-cop as I am, something about, subway station the rooms in subways being empty where that can just happen to you why does that happen why is that allowed this is not going to happen to me in any other uh place like maybe a park Mm -hmm. but like a restaurant that's not going to happen to me a movie theater that's not going to happen to me this will only ever happen to me in a subway station and I don't think I want an armed police officer in my subway station because a gun would have only made that shit worse. No one needed to get shot. Um, but like a security guard. Yeah, the, the MTA isn't like I, I'm actually horrified when you told me that because I've been hearing a lot of stuff about crazy amounts of crime being just like the norm now mm-hmm. in New York City, and I don't believe a lot of it. I think that that type of shit's gonna get Eric Adams uh, elected mayor, and that dude's probably our worst choice for me mm-hmm. so but like to hear it's it, it's it's horrifying it's scary to think that mm-hmm. to think that like that's like a like i'm i'm scared now of, of like um sending my girlfriend out there to the, the i haven't i haven't taken the subway since and i don't know when i'm gonna be ready to go back uh it's honestly i feel like such a pussy but i have to say it's really messed me up more than i think it should have um I have this feeling where like uh, like my face still hurts. And if I touch mm-hmm. certain spots in my face, I feel the, the same pain as I did the first day. And when that happens, it's like he's still punching me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very violating. Um, There's definitely going to be a lot of trauma, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying not to be comparative. You know what I mean? I'm trying not to be like, oh, well, people have it worse. But that's like you can't help but think that because I am very lucky. I, nothing broke. Uh, I I did bleed out my ear, but there was very little blood. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I want a solution that's good f- that would be good for me in the future and would be good for him. I don't want a villa the homeless vilified in this story because uh, they shouldn't have to be there in the first place. Yeah, actually, I really, I really like that. That you, you don't want to like. A, this doesn't want to become like. You don't want this to become like a homeless people bad thing. Yeah, because like clearly, so he, that guy needs help. Uh, I don't understand. That, like, if you, if someone is like that, they can't be out in the streets. Uh, no one should be out in the streets. Obviously, homelessness is such a despicable. What happened? That person is running around. Uh huh. 
Um, that's, that's dangerous. I do feel a little better knowing that the odds are he won't be harassing anyone at that station at least. Um, but the idea of him just getting like the, the idea that every time a homeless person acts up, it's like, oh, time to reshuffle the homeless people and send them to different spots. It's like, how long does that work? Yeah, it, no, nothing's really being done. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I am sorry to hear this, Mike. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I also, I was I was working a job that was very late, and I had to quit the job because they couldn't give me new hours, and I'm not ready to take the train again, like I said. But um, I'm going to try to take the train soon because uh, we, uh, we haven't seen each other in a while, so I, I, I'd have to take a train to see you. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to go places. I, I'm going to probably have to find another station that I feel more comfortable at, which will be a little annoying, but I, I just need that time. Um, but yeah, I thought I wanted to talk about it on the show. Especially after last week, we had a whole segment about like I don't know. Uh, I actually don't know if I'm going to release. Uh, there's an episode between this one uh, and episode. This is 22, so episode 20 was your last episode, and then in episode 21, like before you went to move, episode 21, we talked about like uh, fights growing up, like uh, uh-huh. in middle school and high school, which is such a different thing. But I still like I I have to edit it, and I don't want to listen to it. Uh, so we'll see if that one sees the light of day. Uh, but it, its context has changed for me drastically. Anyway, uh, this is a little early, but let's take a quick break because this feels like a good place yeah. to stop for a sec, and then we'll come back. And we're back. Um, let's be a little more jovial here. Uh, let's talk about yeah. Um, that was one of my three notes. The other two are just movies. Uh, George said he had a, he had a, a thing for us this week. Uh, it was the iCarly. It was thing. the iCarly thing. It's okay that you forgot. Uh, do you still want to do it like next week, or like I in general? Can, you don't have to that. make it. Like you don't have to promise the audience a day or anything. I'm supposed to watch the uh, iCarly thing. Yeah, but I, I never had a chance because you I you have movie. Paramount. I was just gonna pirate. Uh, um, I mean, for legal reasons, that was a joke. But, for legal <laughs> reasons, I am joking. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I have to. I would probably have to watch it too. Um, I've heard bad things. I don't know about you. You watched a video on it, I know. I watched the video on on the original series. Yeah. but um, whether it's Good is not a, none of my concern. What are That's you looking not, for? I'm looking to see how cringy it is. If I'm being honest, uh, okay, that's fair. I I hate that kind of sitcom. Any like in general, like it, it can be good, and there are ones that were good. But laugh track sitcoms, I think, uh, are very seldom good. When they're good, they're like some of the best television of all time. When they're not, yeah. they're just every other sitcom. I get that. I get where you're coming from. Um, but again, I, I, I'm I'm doing this almost semi-ironically yeah. like, for some reason. Did you grow up on iCarly? I think everybody already. Well, I, I didn't iCarly. really because I didn't have cable. But I, I I caught a few episodes of it, but like, how how did did you have cable growing up? Uh, yeah. Because huh. I know you tell me stories sometimes of having like three DVDs. But I guess that's like very early on. That was really early mm-hmm. on. I didn't have cable at that point. Mm-hmm. But but I yeah I did have cable for the most part. Yeah, and someone told me, which I for, kind of forgot, is that there was a very brief period of time when we were little that uh, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and stuff just aired on public te- television. Yeah, I remember that. That's remember like. That. It's ins- like I understand the concept of cable being, uh, what's the word, um, able to handle more channels, but why? Why would they take channels away? That was like cruel. Yeah. Um. 
I grew up like almost entirely on public television. I was just talking to a friend about like all the PBS Kids shows growing up. Oh shit, PBS Kids! Did you see the Clifford trailer? I, I saw I saw the stills from it, and I'm honestly, it looks horrible. It looked, dude. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be uh, uppity here and say my two big complaints: uh, not big enough, not red enough. Well, it's a it's a puppy. I know, but like it's. <laughs> He's uh, none. Of, none of it seems at all like the cartoon. Also, did it have to take place in a city? Uh, I mean, Clifford lived in the city as a. Do you remember the show Clifford's Puppy Days? No, actually, I don't. There was a spinoff called Clifford's Puppy Days where he lived in the city. But in that show, they talk about how he was like little back then. He was like a like a weirdly tiny dog before he was a weirdly big dog. And in this in this movie, I guess it's just like overnight he becomes huge. Um, what a wacky wacky world! Yeah, these people have. Conge- what a what a up. weird thing to make into a movie. I get it. Imagine Arthur like as a movie. How would they even? I want them to make it really like grim dark, grim and like grim dark Arthur, like uh, like the Elephant Man type thing. Like everyone's just like a freak. <laughs> Yes, everybody's this weird creature of the night. You know, my favorite part of Arthur was was uh, the celebrities that showed up and had like their human faces on animals. Oh, they had their persona. Yeah, yeah. That was the, I thought that was, weird that was the too. best part. Um, God, Arthur is probably like of all the PBS shows, save maybe Sesame Street. Arthur's probably the one that's like best to go back to. Yeah, probably because it's really not that bad. It's not. It's really not that bad. I I actually thought it was, for public access that she was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I about to say? We're talking about Arthur, Clifford. No, I forgot. But the um, I watched PBS probably way further into my childhood than I was like aged for. You know what I mean? Like I'd be like. 13 and be like oh shit word girl's on because nothing else was on <laughs> i loved word word girl. yeah word up and stuff yeah she was great uh uh an underrated one i think that people don't really talk about is martha speaks is that the dog yeah um it, it was i don't know it was a fun show a lot of fun shows on pbs uh please support public television I don't even know how to access it anymore. That's kind of a problem. But because <laughs> uh, I know you need like a digital antenna, I guess. But who the fuck has a digital antenna? I think it's all online now. Is it? Let's, how to watch PBS without cable? I have some friends who are like throwing out their cable. Like it, it's really on its way out at this point. Uh, you don't need cable to watch PBS, the live local no, broadcast. No, you definitely don't. Well, you can use the PBS app, I guess. But, um, yeah, cable sucks. It's archaic, and we've basically just reinvented cable with streaming services. We really don't need it anymore. Yeah, we're getting to the point where we're going to start bundling cables, uh, cha- uh, not cable, streaming services, the way we bundled cable channels, and it's just going to exist again, but as streaming. It's going to be the exact same thing, basically. Um, Time is a flat What the fuck is cable? Like, I get that it's a different kind of television, but I don't get what it is. It's not the internet, right? Like, what? It's like radio waves being sent to you. What is cable TV? But isn't that what, what antenna television is, too? Cable television... Generally, any system that distributes television signals by means of coaxial or fiber optic cables. Oh, so I guess like, um, I guess antenna is just through the air and then cable is like hardwired, but you still need a dish, right? Does dish TV still exist? Yes, I I think it does. That's like a step down from cable, isn't it? Honestly, I I haven't. I don't know anymore. I haven't. How does TV even work? 
It's it's all like fucking magic to me. The the idea of okay, I know this is gonna sound crazy, but like the idea of being able to take a picture in general, like destroys my brain. Thank God we have smarter people. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but you don't you don't get that a little bit? Like, how the fuck does any of this work? Yeah. Like, if we weren't born at these times, we just wouldn't have what they have. Mm-hmm. We just wouldn't have this cool technology because we're definitely not smart enough to reinvent it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, sorry, I just got distracted. My, my stepdad called me. But uh, what did he call you? But, uh, he called. He's uh, my parents are in France right now. By the way, I don't think I mentioned that. Phone call, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna text them while I'm doing this because that's probably important. But. Um, did you watch anything this week? We didn't even get to that yet. I watched the next Loki episode, and that is literally it. I uh, Loki's getting... Uh, well, let me hear you first. Uh, I still think it's fantastic. I think it's good. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Loki, I think, is... Re- I, I, the fucking crocodile Loki killed me, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, do you, I am I thinking too much about fucking yourself? No, I'm honestly really surprised that Disney's doing that. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're wondering what the hell I meant by that, uh, then that last episode of Loki, he revealed that he's in love with the alternate reality version of himself. Um, it seems kind of like weird, deviant. <laughs> Like sexually deviant, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're just like, hopefully, people won't think about that too much. Oh uh, no, that shit's weird. That shit's real weird. That shit's real. I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, I, I think they're gonna do a thing where it's like, oh, since Loki's adopted, uh, it's not that Loki was a like uh, a born a girl. It's that they just grabbed a different person. That's a good like, point, too, actually. They just grabbed a different ice giant, and they were like, oh, let's just fucking... That's a good point, let's too. Let's take this one. Um, I don't... I, I thought I understood the sacred timeline thing, but the more I think about it, the less I understand it. Because if, if it... I understand that it can veer at certain points, and that's what creates a branching timeline, but I don't understand how it can produce... A crocodile version of a character, you know? Even if that's funny. Well, how did... There's a green giant. Uh-huh. As an no, but what I'm saying is, like... Uh, it was my understanding that things change because of things in the timeline that change. So, like... A, a variant of Loki would be... Uh, Loki gra- uh, grabs something at the wrong time. Not a reality that is so different that Loki is a woman. Like, because you would, because there is only supposed to be one time. You know what? It makes sense. Why is there a girl Loki to begin with? Shouldn't shouldn't there only be one type of... Because if there's a one sacred timeline, then it shouldn't ever veer that far anyway. I think the sacred timeline might be a lie. You think so? I, yeah. I think it's multiverse, but we're like the the TVA's true goal is to keep each timeline separate from each other. That's, that's I guess that could be true. I'm, that's my new theory. I'm trying to figure out, um, like I've been trying to like reach into the Marvel nerd in my brain and figure out who the fuck's running the TVA. Because in the comics, there 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 are timekeepers. They're real, but ob- no, obviously the big headed guys. Right? Yeah, obviously they're not. Oh no, that's the Watchers that you're thinking of. So there's sexual deviants. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. But, um... No, the Watchers are these, like, giant-headed guys uh, who just record reality and don't alter it. What's his name? The, the, the black guy from, um... From Westworld? He's gonna play the Watcher in Marvel What If, which is basically uh, gonna be the MCU's Twilight Zone. I'm actually really excited about What If. Yeah. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Um, I want not Marvel zombies. Yeah, the Marvel zombies thing looks cool. Um, but 
uh, I can't figure out who the fuck could be running the TVA and like what the point is. And I guess that's a good thing because my big beef with WandaVision was being a comic book fan. I, I could tell immediately what was happening and why minus Agatha. Like that was, I didn't really understand, but the idea that Scarlet Witch was doing this to herself was all like, like my problem with WandaVision was like, I, I knew the comic book answer they insisted that I didn't, so I tried to figure out what else it could be, only to come to the end and like, no, it's exactly what it was. Um. So I, but I, this, it's a, it's a good kind of mystery that I have no idea what's happening here. I feel like uh, WandaVision was like a miniature Game of Thrones where people really like were into it, and then the ending just disappointed them immensely. <laughs> it was such a shit ending. Even if you love that show. It really, and it's not their fault because they, it was with COVID, they couldn't film certain scenes. It was supposed to be a longer finale that didn't involve such uh, conventional um, uh, laser fight type things. But um, yeah, Loki is so far, I would rank it Loki, geez, I don't, I, I guess Loki first, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then uh wandavision but if i were honest uh it's a very long line and they're very far apart personally i really can't stand the winter soldier which is why i haven't watched the The character uh, yeah what do you not like i don't know i feel like he like his his storyline was really boring to me i think it's fun once like I think anything's fun once. Yeah, but like what I mean, like when when that movie came out, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, that was fun. Uh, we don't have to keep going over it again. Yeah, I didn't even like it during the Winter Soldier stuff. It's weird because people thought Winter Soldier was like cream of the crop Marvel when it came out, and I think people are slowly like, meh. I mean, it was it's the best so, we got at the time, but like it's so generically Marvel. Yeah. Um, and it just, I, I will talk shit about this till the cows go home. The way the Russo brothers did like color grading on the Captain America movies is dog shit. They look so muddy. Yeah. Visually, I hate it. It's like so ugly. I, I like this new like CGI neon thing they have going. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is the best thing that happened to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, that's not even controversial, right? No, I don't Everybody think so. agrees on that. Uh, I think it's controversial in the sense that like people have this weird aversion to Chris Pratt now. Yeah, because he kind of turned out to be kind of a weirdo. I think it's just because, like, I think I'm not saying the guy doesn't have any bad opinions, but I'm saying like at least find out before you hate him because I think people just jump in the gun. Yeah, people like, are just assuming he's like a, a Trump supporting like asshole. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't know that he's just religious. Yeah, I just find religious people weird. I don't I don't find fucking like. Uh that dude specifically weird yeah it is a weird like condemnation of yeah but like i think his role like uh in proxima wreck is amazing i think his role in uh gardens of the galaxy uh started out really good the second movie was kind of his kind of bad honestly with him and all of jurassic world is just garbage with him Mm -hmm. Like, his acting in Jurassic World is some of the worst. That new movie he's in on Amazon looks like dog shit, too. Uh, the Tomorrow War. I have no clue what movie It's this movie of. where uh, Chris Pratt has to go fight a war in the future. I don't know. Oh, okay. It sounds really bad. No, I... It's gotten horrible reviews, so I, I feel vindicated by thinking it's going to be bad. Um... Hmm. Yeah, Chris Pratt does not make great acting decisions. No, I think he's just, he's just all right. Uh huh. As an actor, he. I think he's a funny. He's guy. a funny guy, but if you're not if you're not doing the funny thing, he's boring. Yeah. Um. And how many guys do we need to do the funny thing right now? We have Paul Rudd. We have Chris Pratt. We have Chris Hemsworth. How many guys have to be the funny guy? You know what I mean. Personally, I actually like uh, Marvel's, like, I think Marvel does Marvel humor really well. I think when you have anybody else doing it, it's going to be garbage. 
I don't know. I think uh, I'm so sick of Marvel humor <laughs> in some ways. Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, some of the humor lands better than the other movies. But ooh, excuse me. some of the Marvel stuff, uh, the jokes just don't land for me. I, because the, my beef with them isn't that they're not funny. It's that they interrupt uh, drama, drama in a way that's like, oh, let's not freak out the audience too much. Yeah. Like we can't have them taking this seriously. Yeah. God forbid we have a sincere moment. It comes off as insecure. It, I, it, you would be hard-pressed to find a sincere moment in Marvel that is not immediately followed by, what? And someone slips on a banana kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like the, what was that, her name, Mantis or something mm-hmm. in Guardians of the Galaxy? Which just gets fucking absolute domed by like a, a meteor to their face. And that just seemed cruel. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't funny. Uh, my, I think the 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 embodiment of the problem for me is there's a scene that I always think back to when I first saw the original Ant Man, um, where Ant Man, or like where where Hank Pym is talking to his daughter and they're having this genuine moment, and they hug it out, and then uh, and then Ant Man is like, "Wow, this is a great moment. I'm so happy for you guys." And he's like, "Uh, you ruined the moment." Oh shit! Did I ruin yeah. the moment? And I was like, "Oh god!" Like it, 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 it speaks not only to them thinking where to, like they don't want us to be too emotional, but also to the fact that uh, they can't write emotion well. I do you know the story behind like the production of Ant Man? By the way, yeah, that it was going to go to a really good. Director. It was going to be Edgar Wright. Yeah. I want to see Edgar Wright's Ant-Man so bad. Uh, I don't know how different it would be, but I think it would be really good. It's a shame that they that he left for whatever reason. I think they wanted to put too much from the other movies into the movie, and that's why he left. I'm sure it was... You know what I, I, I bet you it was? It, it was them making the Falcon be in the movie. I bet he was like, I don't want to write this scene. And they were like, well, fuck you. Because that is, uh, they did that to, to James Gunn, too. They said, put Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he was like, why? And they, and they just did it anyway. Yeah, I, could, I could see why that'd be. Uh, I, I think they, they have to, like, it's getting a lot of bad press. I think they should just realize that they should hire, like, hacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I think... Uh, really good directors aren't that attracted to Marvel right now. Except uh, this, this no. uh, what's her name that did Nomadland is apparently really good. Uh, who directed Nomadland? What the hell is her name? I don't know. They, she's uh, she's Chinese. Um, no clue. She's a new lady. Nomadland. She's doing the Eternals. And she just won Best Picture for Nomadland. Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Uh, I'm surprised that she went from Best Picture to wanting to do Marvel. Um, but I, I think it, uh, it it could be a good thing, right? Like uh, directors who do more dramatic or high art stuff. Uh, it could. I I see it as either going really well for Marvel press wise, or being a thing where like a bunch of really good directors storm off frustrated. Because hmm. how much freedom can you really have in a Marvel movie? I which well, I think by the way, you've done the fucking Thanos thing already. Let people do whatever the hell they want. You can still have it like connected loosely, but like the the Loki thing is actually going in that direction where they're just kind of like making stories, uh-huh. despite what needs to be. Done I don't agree with sake. that only because I think the pattern so far and with the upcoming movies is that they're building up this multiverse thing, and so Loki is probably doing a lot of the groundwork for that. Yeah, I think do we end up talking about Marvel every fucking? No, time? no, no. Usually it's Star Wars okay. or Jurassic Park. Um. I they're at a nexus point right now uh-huh. where like I think they could fail really badly. Like um, they did their big movie, it made it made all the money on the it world. Sucked, um, <laughs> sorry, continue. No, I actually think it was decent. I actually Endgame. I think Endgame was decent. All right, whatever. Keep going. 
Um, it didn't have to be Citizen Kane. It just had to like be cool. Um, I I think they're at a nexus point where they they could either look at what they've done and just keep doing that until people eventually stop going to see the movies. Cause I did because after when you've seen one, you've seen all. Well, of it them. seems like you've come back. I've come back to the new stuff because they're trying new stuff out. I like Loki. I was all right with like WandaVision until it got kind of weird, like too weird for me. Like magic. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I hate magic personally. In in my you in remind my me of a just a quick anecdote, and I'm gonna let you finish your story. I had a friend mm-hmm. in, in college who said she hated she refused to watch Narnia, and I was like, why? And she said, uh, I don't believe that if animals could talk, people would. Uh, your mic is a little fucking up a little bit. Sorry. Uh, uh-huh. She said, uh, "I don't believe if animals could talk, people would bother talking to them." What kind of fuck? Yeah, I have uh, no idea what she meant by that. What a hateful little heart she has. <laughs> and she loves pets. Like she has a she like she's very big animal lover. I just she's just like I wouldn't talk to them. Fucking like keep the bloodline pure. What did she mean by that? Like, like I do not associate with like tigers or something. What, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see how that could be really weird, like psychologically. But what what I mean to say, I fucking lost where I was going. I just don't like magic in sci-fi. Keep, keep magic and my and magic shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me have my sci-fi. Don't fucking. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Man, what is with this microphone? Are you hearing it on your end? pause so you're saying you don't like magic in your sci-fi i don't like magic in my sci-fi but um they're marvel's at a point where they're like um we could either just keep building up to big like um uh big summer blockbusters once every decade uh-huh. or we could just like l- like let this become like a free form art and i actually personally think they're going into free form art yeah i hope they are because you don't need a connected story anymore they could make like six flops, and still Marvel would be like the, like, like um, a, a, the biggest force in Hollywood. Yeah, um, they've already had like, uh, have they had a, a financial flop? Was was the Incredible uh, Hulk? Was that a flop? Yeah, it's so early on. It doesn't actually. Matter. Let's look up uh, worst performing. Uh, I think it's the Incredible Hulk. Okay, well, you you made your point, yeah. but like, um, they haven't made a flop yet, so I'm sure they can afford one mm-hmm. if they really had to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it feels like they're due, doesn't it? Yeah, I I'm actually waiting for the other shoe to drop because when in Hollywood history have you heard of um a gimmick? in in hollywood lasting forever yeah when have you ever been like oh my god big uh big westerners are never gonna fail or like hey big historical epics are never like gonna fail. monster movies uh slashers um westerns they all kind of went away at some point yeah we we are uh they could either evolve into big sci-fi, like non, like Marvel stuff, which I feel like is what they're doing, uh-huh. or they could go the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm I'm really sad to see what they do next. Them leaving Earth and going to space and just having basically space-only stories, super cool. Because you can make your story whatever. Yeah, you don't just have to have the boring ass Earth. I think Earth, like as a storyline, is done. With Thanos defeated on Earth, I think we're good. I think part of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe experiment that was really fascinating uh, for audiences was the the limitations of the fact that uh, they can't use the X Men or the Fantastic Four or Spider Man. Uh, well, they're adding that now. Right? Well, my point is, is that when it started, there was this idea of how the fuck are you going to make me invested in the Guardians of the Galaxy and oh. Doctor Strange and Black Panther and Ant Man, you know? And now that we're and now that we're past that, um, it's a question of uh, I, I now I'm like okay now I want to see you do the ones that you couldn't do before. Now I want yeah. now I'm really just want to see X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, I want I want to see their take on Wolverine. I'm really excited for some new Wolverine. Uh, I think they're not going to do it until like a lot later because like 
how can you replace uh, the last guy? Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell is Hugh name. Jackman. I forget it. Hugh Jackman. He is going to be the definitive like um, for now. He's going to be the definitive like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. How, how can we cope? I think how I had a dream cover? last night that he just came back, and they didn't I want explain him to come it. Back, but he's getting old. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anyone who could do that role though. Me neither. I really can't. Nobody. I personally think nobody. Can. Uh, I thought of Professor X the same way, but then I thought like Morgan Freeman could be an interesting Professor X. Um, and I'm sure there's other. I mean, other people have played Professor X. Fucking uh, James McAvoy. I didn't like him as yeah. as Professor he, X, but I actually I loved him as Professor X. I mean, I loved him as a take on Professor X, but he wasn't Professor X. He was like a, a a take on like what he was at a younger time. It's like making Gandalf make mistakes. You know what I mean? It's like that's interesting, but it's not like the Gandalf. It's like pre-Gandalf. So you, you think he was always just like a, a perfect guy? No, I don't. That's why I'm saying he's a good take on like a young Professor X. Hmm. But I'm saying when I want to see Professor X is when he was Professor X. I think we should be able to disagree. And I think that's beautiful about this country. You're such an asshole. <laughs> but you have nothing to say, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't like it. Like, what, 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 what do you say to someone who doesn't like seafood? You're wrong. You just fucking just don't let them like seafood. You don't say that. If you said that at like a party, can you imagine how like how awkward that Which would be for everyone yeah. involved? It's just like, uh, oh, did you? Uh, what do you think of the crab? Oh, I'm not really a shellfish person. Well, I think it's beautiful that you cannot like that. <laughs> oh my god, let's end here. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, we're gonna have a more concrete plan next week when I'm not getting my ass kicked. So, guys, uh, thanks for listening. This has been it's the Kid Michael Show. I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined as always by my co-host George Pacheco. Um, for some reason, I'm about to say this episode is brought to you by, but it's brought to you by no one, so I don't know why I was going to say that. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at It's Ken Michael and on Instagram at It's Ken Michael. Um, this show is edited by Matthew Rosenthal, who also wrote and performed the theme song. Thanks, everybody. Bye.